Welcome to the stream, guys. Um, I'm, I'm, we're kind of starting cold today. Um, Kyle's got a tornado warning, so we may watch him die at any time. So I wanted to get the stream going so we can see that if it happens, because um, the content above all else is what we care about. So Kyle's, Kyle's going to try not to die during the stream. He may have to bail out here last second. We do have Rakesy. Uh, is, is that how you pronounce it, Rakesy? Yeah, it's uh, it's Rakesy, or you can just call me Tom, man. Tom, Either okay, sure thing. Okay, so Kyle is, I think, on the phone with his girlfriend as they try to figure out what shelter <laughs> they're trying to go to. Um, oh my god! He normally is it, is it that serious? Yeah, it's like he's looking outside. And he's like, man, I've never seen the rain coming down so hard before, and there's like an active Holy tornado shit. warning, and like apparently it's doom and gloom out there. So he's got all eyes on the window. He, he's going to try to to join us. He may have already gone to the basement. I don't know. <laughs> so if you if you see oh him disappear God. suddenly, it's it's because his apartment got torn down by a tornado. But uh, maybe I'll do the intro for for the BS podcast. So welcome to the BS podcast, guys. Happy Saturday. Good to have everybody on board. Uh, Kyle is trying not to die today in a tornado, so he may be hit or miss today. Hopefully, we'll we'll hear from him. Um, but he's, he's, he's going to be around. Well, we'll see how it goes. He's on mute right now as he's probably huddled up in a basement trying to protect himself, <laughs> but I do have Rixie on today. Um, glad to have you huge YouTuber, huge streamer. He's got his own podcast, which I believe is called the OSRS podcast. Um, which yep. honestly for me is depressing because I used to think I was like within the top three of RuneScape podcasts and now I'm finding more and more podcasts. So I'm, I'm slowly bubbling my way down toward the bottom so maybe i should just be like the the worst worst podcast in runescape just own it just go with that that'll be my moniker good to have you man oh, how dude, you doing no, i'm doing very well man what what an introduction holy i've never <laughs> been spoken about in such high regard <laughs> thank you well dude no i may i know exactly what you mean by the way i see so many podcasts just like popping up here and there everywhere like it seems like it's the time for RuneScape podcast right now. Uh, apparently, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I know I knew Jimmy had a podcast. I've seen a few other ones. You have a good one with uh, it's Rice Cup and uh, who are the other guys on your your podcast? I give it a proper plug. So, uh, yeah, it's Rice Rice Cup and Mint Mad Cow, and uh, yep. we went with the genius name of the old school RuneScape podcast. It, it so. works. I mean, if it works, <laughs> we we've got we're we're calling ours the Boomerscape podcast because it's me and Kyle. We're both basically boomers ah. in the the runescape world and also abbreviates down to the yeah. bs podcast which sounds a, a lot <laughs> more catchy to have a bs podcast but then we realized we we're stealing the same name from from jimmy because they're the bank standing podcast so they also have a bs podcast so <laughs> well, well dude that, that's we'll just that's genius marketing man people are gonna <laughs> accidentally find yours yeah, now that, like yeah. happy days <laughs> Maybe where we're thinking ahead, they'll type in BS podcast, thinking <laughs> they're going to get Jimmy's and then fall on ours and be forced to watch it. So maybe that'll work out for us. So I'm logging out of the game here, left and right. So you just got done with your own stream, didn't you? How'd yeah, that go? yeah, I did. We, um, it was fun. We did a, uh, a Bandos mass and, uh, we all took DH. So I died many times, <laughs> there were many sacrifices, but uh, it, was, it was a fun time. Uh, what world are you in, by the way? I, I, I actually know this is your spot. I'm waiting here right now. Sure, I'm in world uh, 444, of, ironically enough. This, isn't, easy. this is not a PvP world, is it? I don't believe so. <laughs> if it was, I'd be dead by now, so <laughs> I, I don't think it is. <laughs> I am so low-ranked, I, I couldn't even dream to do some of those, um, the type of streams that the, the big streamers do now with the... 
Wow. Yeah. Um, Dude, like kind of theater blood on, and things I, like I'm, that. I'm kind of starstruck right now. You know that. I've just right-clicked you in-game. Like, you gotta understand, I, I genuinely watched your videos, like, back in the day when you popped off. So, to actually see your name in-game, I'm honored, bro. Oh, oh my god, that's that's really starstruck me right oh, there. Oh, thank you, man. You don't have to be starstruck. As you'll find, I'm, I'm really not that interesting as we go on here. <laughs> and it, uh, I, I was joking, too, that the uh, our podcast usually is I've got high energy for the first 10 minutes or so. Uh, then I burn out. Then Kyle jumps in. He takes over and carries us for the rest of the podcast. So that's kind of how we uh, work our, our, our show here. Uh, then we talk over each other like all the time. Uh, so it's actually nice that there is a tornado happening right now because now I'm not me and Kyle aren't talking on top of each other as much as we normally would. So uh, this may be working out for the better. By the time my, my energy has gone, Kyle will be back on. He'll be sitting in the rubble of his house doing the rest of the podcast and he'll, he'll carry the rest of the show for me. So this might work out for us. Uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll see. So, so my first question for you, man, is Rakesy or Rakesy. Again, I don't know how to pronounce that, but um, how, how did you come up with that name, man? Where does that come from? So, it's well it, it's quite simple really so uh when i made this account back in god i think it was probably it, it was pretty much when runescape 2 became runescape 2 from runescape classic i never played classic mm -hmm. uh it's quite simple it is a little bit of a dox on myself but basically my last name's rakes okay so it's it's just minus the y <laughs> and uh like growing up through school and stuff my nickname was just always rakesy so when i made my account it was just the obvious choice really Oh, that works better than better yeah. than Excel or some of the other ones that we've come up with. So, <laughs> <laughs> what well, what does Excel stand for? So I've I've told this in a, a couple of videos before. So some people may have heard the story, but so when I first joined the internet like years and years ago, I was like, okay, I need a nickname. I don't want to go like with my own name because that would be stupid. <laughs> no offense, man, but um, because I would, I would just go with Jason. Like <laughs> right, Jason's gonna be. Everyone's gonna have Jason, so uh, and my last name's like too not wouldn't be a good name anyway. So, so I was like, okay, let me look down. I'm, I'm looking around the room, like, okay, wall. The wall would be a stupid name. Uh, book, no, that'd be dumb. So I looked at my keyboard, and there's like I'm looking at the keys on the keyboard, like Q W. No, okay, one. Okay, oh, exclamation point. Okay, I'll go with exclamation. That sounds interesting <laughs> enough. So. So I, I put exclamation as my name in like the first chat kind of group that I was doing. And then like almost immediately people didn't want to type out exclamation. So they just abbreviated it to Excel because whenever they're typing to me, it's like, Hey, Excel, how's it going? So after like a month or so, I just abbreviated it myself rather than typing that out every time I, every time I um, would log on. So I just stuck with that and yeah, um, it wasn't, it had no E on it. It wasn't like Excel, like the, the, so, or whatever the microsoft software uh so yeah it's short for exclamation but you didn't know that trick <laughs> yeah exclamation point is my full my full formal name so if, if you're like filling out a yeah. wedding invitation it'd be an exclamation point but yeah I, i've whittled I mean, that down to excel it's, it's probably a smarter choice than choosing your last name to be fair <laughs> because you know i do get the occasional friend request on facebook, on facebook. And I'm just like, oh. <laughs> i i can tell at this point that it's somebody who's just stumbled upon my facebook like from my youtube and i'm like oh no yeah but, like I, you know no, nothing bad has happened well, touch I've, wood uh so yeah 
I've I've had that myself. I've had people add me on Facebook. I think it made it like more of an open challenge if you're you're not using your name because now people are trying to actively figure out who you are. So I've had a couple of, like requests on Facebook from people I have no idea who they are, or or they'll say, "Hey, I'm like so and so from RuneScape." And I'm like, ah, I'm gonna keep that. This is this is my personal thing. <laughs> I can't, I can't. Yeah, can't can't be no, uh, intermixing the I'd two. I totally. I totally get that. So um, I was curious, by the way, because I know that you used to be very prominent on YouTube, like back years and years ago, like you, you were like one of the founders <laughs> of the RuneScape YouTube genre, I would say, you know, I mean, I, I think you messaged me, what was it like a month ago? Mm -hmm. And did I comment on your, uh, what was it like RuneScape drug video? That you did? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, so I actually, this is how I found you is because I was, uh, Ant Venom had told me that you could actually like kind of look and see like you, you can sort your comments by like the amount of subscribers people have so i was like curious like oh man i wonder how many like big names have actually come through my channel because i've been around forever like you're saying um and uh, the funny thing was like there really wasn't that many big time guys like i even know like who's it the, who's it, sky the kid or, or sky does minecraft he's got like 10 million subscribers and even he didn't show up but I, th I think most people actually like would watch YouTube videos on one account. And then when they started doing their own things, they would create like a app named like channel name for, for doing videos. And that's what they got big on. So most of the people that watch my videos, if they became big, they never actually did that on their account or commented with their, their big name account. They just did it with whatever the, they used beforehand. Yeah. So, yeah. But I mean, that that's, that's the whole marketing thing nowadays, isn't it? It's like, yeah. I don't know, people go with catchy stuff instead of like what they were traditionally well, go with. Well, that's the correct way of doing it. Cause I've, I made, they've learned from my mistake. Cause I, I created an account called WGD vids because the name of the clan I was in, in RuneScape was WatchGuard. Uh, I forgot what it was. It was some, the WatchGuard or something like that. And at one point I was like, how about we guys, make, how about we make videos to like promote ourselves? So I started doing the videos and, and they got popular. And then everybody in the, the group and my clan that was doing the videos kind of fell off except for maybe one or two people. <laughs> and then I was stuck with, with the, the WG vids name because that's what I, I started with. And it didn't really match with what we were doing the videos about anymore. Um, so I, so I, I think at some point I even tried to switch to Excel vids, but everyone was, I, I couldn't get the people to switch over. So I just went back to WD vids, but everybody learned from that mistake now. And then went and created like the proper name for a channel and started building their YouTube accounts out, out, out of that. So they, they learned from me, yeah. did it the right way. I wish I did that as well, man. <laughs> <laughs> so like well, the only thing I, I was kind of lucky because obviously, as you can probably tell, I've got quite a twangy accent. So I'm from, I'm from the UK. And I, I'm from effectively what would be the equivalent, I guess, of like Texas, I guess, like the whole Kona meme and stuff. So, you know, my last name is literally Rakes. So the whole Rakesy thing. So for my branding, I've just put a piece of straw in my character's uh, in his <laughs> mouth and it just, he looks like a farmer. Oh, so a I, farmer, I, yeah. I kind of, I kind of bodged it together, to be honest. <laughs> well, it seems like it's working out for you. I mean, you've got over a hundred thousand uh subscribers on youtube which is amazing like back in my day that's unheard of it was basically the noob show that did that and maybe so solid 2k at some point finally got that there um but you're doing quite well for yourself so great job i'm glad you were able to find your niche and thank you man and and do what you've been able to do so if if you were to meet a new runescape 
um like somebody that plays runescape that doesn't know what you would what you do kind of like on youtube how would you explain kind of your content or or, or what you do so my content more or less uh i i've never really played much iron man which is what most people do nowadays uh, i've always stuck to like the traditional main accounts but my content is mostly me progressing on a main account and just making money um i usually set kind of like money goals like one of the first successful big hits i has was making 100 mil in 24 hours oh, um my. and then i just sort of progressed from there to making like a bill in one week and then on this account that i'm actually on right now next to you like i started this account as level three and pretty much documented like all of the progress and uh like everything as i went along pretty much so i'm trying to make max cash on this account right now oh my goodness so yeah it, it's it's like money time-based challenges for the most part and uh that's probably about it i don't say they're guides uh people are more than welcome to try the money makers i do i i've never said that they were guides or anything like that but obviously i i, I see it more as like they can use it as like stepping stones if they wish to go down a similar path as me mm -hmm. so and then that, that's pretty much how i describe it yeah okay and then you've got the the podcast as well what's what, what's kind of your general theme for the podcast it seems like you just riff <laughs> and do do whatever talk about what whatnot you don't have any yeah. kind of theme for it so i'd say the podcast is still kind of like uh it, it's still in those early days at the moment um I, i'd say we're still trying to get like a full grasp and like you know a proper a proper footing of what we're actually doing with it but for the most part we talk about basically everything old school runescape related um we often have old school runescape guests on and so forth similar to yourself and we just we just talk like that that's basically all it is it's just an open conversation we might talk about you know an update that's coming into the game or you know we might just have a guest on who's really interesting and we want to know more about that guest um and that that's about it really i mean it it's been a difficult thing to get used to because obviously you and Kyle run this podcast. So there's two of you, Yeah. but when you have three people, it's kind of difficult to begin with to kind of get into that groove. So it just runs smoothly. And I'd say we're just in just getting to that point now where I'd say we, uh, I'd confidently say we've pretty much, we've pretty much smashed that at this point. So now it's just a case of figuring out, do we want to limit ourselves to just old school runescape talk or you know do we want to talk about other things which we we dabbled in we had a podcast where we just spoke about space for the entire thing <laughs> uh probably one of probably one of my favorites because god you can just talk about that stuff for, oh yeah for hours and hours um but no the uh i i enjoy doing the podcast because uh it's just nice to be able to talk to fellow content creators like we're, we're all very i would say that we're all very like isolated and just kind of like, you know, most RuneScape content creators just keep themselves to themselves. So it's really nice every week just to get together with your friends and just talk about RuneScape. Yeah. Like it, it's very refreshing, you know? I agree. Uh, it's, it's good to get new people on. And I'm actually really pleased with the guests we've been able to get to because we get kind of all kind of like flavors. We've had a couple of J mods on. We've had old guys that made videos 10 years ago. We have new guys like yourself. It's good to hear kind of the different points of view and 
what everybody's doing or what they did with RuneScape. So I, I agree. It's it's one of the highlights for my week is getting to talk to you guys and seeing what you're up to and what your thoughts are. But I, I got to go back because you said like me and Kyle know what we're doing. We absolutely do not know what we're doing with this. We're really <laughs> winging it every week. I haven't even figured out the webcam stuff yet. Uh, I really like to get it where you you guys have you like all four of you are on web <laughs> I camera. Came back at the right time. <laughs> <laughs> me me trashing yeah, no, our podcast. You alive, man? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, we're. I, I just came back from a uh, uh, tornado shelter. We're good. Oh it's, god, <laughs> you're, yeah. not, you're not sitting in like a, a pile of rubble right now with like just your computer sitting on on top. Yeah, of the I'm actually I'm doing this stream from the basement, and there's like ten other people huddled around me, and they're all <laughs> seeking warmth. And there's me doing a podcast about RuneScape for fifteen people. <laughs> All right. That's what I want to hear, Kyle. Good, good man. The show must go on. <laughs> yeah. So I was just uh, saying, no, Oh, this Sorry, is the other ahead. thing too. See, you see, you think we know what we're doing. We, we talk over each other all the time. We have no idea what all we're doing. Oh, we're going cold. Man, this, we yeah. do that. We do that all the time. Like um, imagine if I was a, imagine if I co-hosted this with you, it's like free mouths trying to talk at once. It's, it's a bit of a nightmare. You got. We have to like talk to each other before our podcast and be like, okay, boys, we really need to stop talking over each other. And <laughs> I've luck. tried to make a habit. I've made the habit now. As soon as somebody starts to talk, I just stop. Like, regard. <laughs> like, I'm just like, I, unless I'm really on like a rampage of what I'm talking about. But like, the weird thing okay. is, is that it's actually transpired to like my real life as well. And sometimes oh, wow. it makes for some awkward, <laughs> some like awkward moments <laughs> where we like, I'll be talking with someone and then the conversation just dies <laughs> and it, then it goes again. But I don't, I don't know if that's because of the whole, you know, the lockdown and stuff like that. And we've all just become yeah. recluses. I don't know how to do social right. skills. It's, it's a new thing now. Yeah. Right, I've right. totally yeah. lost all of that stuff, man. <laughs> the amount of times I, the amount of times I've been at the shops and I've like made a conversation with somebody really weird because I've just completely forgotten how to like interact with people in real life. It's like, and I can see they feel weird. weird about yeah, it. I'm just like, I know. Sorry. I know. I'm there with you. <laughs> also, it's, it's, it's so nice to meet you. I'm so sorry. I didn't have a, a chance to like, uh, formally introduce myself in the podcast. So, uh, welcome 20 minutes later. <laughs> and, Thank you. Um, it's nice to meet you too, man. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I, I gotta say, it's uh, I wish that we could have this podcast in person so that this wasn't an issue because I'm a hundred percent certain, like the talking over each other issue is just because of the latency that Discord has. Yeah, no, I, I get that. Yeah, no, it's fine. Yeah. It would be cool, but I mean, I'd have to come all the way to America. Oh, <laughs> well, we we pay for you. I mean, across. once we make enough money, we fly <laughs> everybody out, and it would just be yeah, come to our studio, man. We got we got our own setup. Well, Sit back. Well, when you fun. make it, please do invite me back on. Oh, okay. That. <laughs> yeah, if we if we get that far, we'll we'll let you know. <laughs> you'll be you'll be one of our first <laughs> first back. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've you were talking to too about how you like as soon as you hear somebody start talking, you stop talking. I'm actually doing the opposite because it's like I I feel like the dynamic of our podcast is one of us has to talk. So if I'm if I start talking and Kyle jumps in because he's got that three second latency behind me and we can't figure it out, then I just like bull rush him to like get my point <laughs> out through and then he'll usually be quiet. So it seems like we're figuring it out, but it's it's still a big, huge work in progress. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that sounds no, all right. I, I feel like it always will be. I mean, that's how it feels like for us. So I, I just think the more you do it, the better you get at yeah. like knowing when somebody's going to jump in at a certain topic or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, 
It, I, I don't know. It, it's it's hard, man. Podcasting is hard because you don't want it to be a cluster the entire time, and you definitely don't want there to be like five seconds of silence. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and that, you know? that five that, seconds of silence is usually just the up. latency between me and Kyle. Is like I'll I'll say <laughs> something, he'll laugh, and then he'll jump in, and we're like, okay, you go, I go. It's it's brutal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is my latency okay though? Am I laughing at the right times now? Or am um, I still can, you're gonna have to like pre-laugh like a little bit before. Like if I, if I start <laughs> saying the joke, just okay. kick in with the laughter, and then it'll it'll cut in at, okay. at the right time. So just, we should be okay. okay. Really gotta force. Bring out my inner Minecraft YouTuber and start fake laughing. Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> or your your who's not Jimmy Kimmel? <laughs> who's the other guy? Jimmy Jimmy Fallon. Just oh, Jimmy fake Fallon. laugh. Yeah, <laughs> gotta bring that out yeah. as much as possible. <laughs> oh yeah. So uh, I was wondering, by the way, Kyle, do you do do YouTube and stuff? Yeah, yeah, I uh, I used to do RuneScape YouTube, and then that was that was like forever ago. That was like over ten years ago. Uh, and then I I more recently had pivoted to Minecraft stuff around like 2013, 14, uh, and that was I feel like that's where I got the most like recognition on my videos. And then I I just kind of stopped doing it. I lost interest like maybe 2015, 2016. It was getting to be kind of a chore and. Minecraft didn't really interest me as much, and RuneScape didn't interest me as much, so I was just like, well, time to find something else to do. <laughs> and then about yeah. like four or five years later, you know, old school is like a huge thing now, and like, uh, I've, I've been really interested in how the community has kind of become stronger than arguably ever before. You know, I, I would say that the video making presence is, is probably at the largest that it's ever been, like ever, like now that yeah. we've got like both old school runescape creators and i mean i don't that's i, I hate to say it, but i don't know any runescape 3 creators <laughs> oh, neither do I, we'll it, we'll yeah. <laughs> we had will we'll on. He does right. we'll yeah. yep. oh my god i did will so dirty right there <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> sorry will <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah it's 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 very fascinating so jason and i had the idea to do this show and we're like you know how how can we kind of uh get ourselves reacclimated like with community and like kind of figure out what we've been missing out on because we're still we're still runescapers at heart you know even if we're not really actively playing it or, or making videos in it or like level but 55 it, it's always right exactly but we're always so interested to have like people on who you know were both active back in the day and then have people on like yourself who are are active currently and uh you know might have come back into the game and are kind of uh, you know, RuneScape is their main game right now. Where like we've kind of, I don't, I don't know about you, Jason. Jason seems like he's getting back into it, but like <sighs> I still can't, I still can't bring myself to like sit down the and grind. play RuneScape. It's the grind, <laughs> but I, I still love it. I'm still interested by it. You know, I, I love how you just couldn't help but laugh at that when you said. That. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, God. so what was your what was your RuneScape channel back in the day? I wonder if I knew what it was. What was the name of it? It's it's KK Comics. He he was the the first one of the first winners of the Golden Gnome. He he did the um well actually he was in the, the original Machinima contest that I won. He had the Oompa Loompas with uh, Mark Gerhard. And then uh, he won he actually won the Golden Gnome I think the the year after when they had the actual contest. He was one of the winners for I think the was it the like the half or what is it? Live action Live action Machinima I think is what he won it for. Oh, that's mm. awesome. Yeah. So I um I, I'm sorry, dude. I, I don't actually recall that YouTube channel, so apologies. <laughs> that's, <all right. laughs> that's okay. Um 
if I if my memory serves correctly, so I was hugely into watching YouTube RuneScape back then. I see Excel, mm -hmm. like I see you as one of the pioneers for what we currently have in this day and age. Mm -hmm. And um so looking back at that time, if I'm not mistaken, that was around the time of content creators like Skychi, uh the Unforgiven, Lord Karmic, yeah. back when Gross Gore used yeah. to play RuneScape. It was around that <laughs> time, time, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> that guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That <laughs> <laughs> so um i i was curious like exile you were like how many subs do you have on your youtube right now like, oh, you still have a lot don't you? right now i've got fifty-five thousand around then i actually got up over seventy thousand at one point and then it's been trickling down ever since which is kind of depressing because now i'm like making content again and the numbers are still going down because it's just old old zombie accounts getting like filtered off by youtube yeah. so I, I i feel like oh i'm never gonna get subs again but it's just like the, the amount of people joining are matching the number of people like falling off so it's a little bit depressing but yeah, right now i'm at 55 that's that's amazing and i, I like did you have seventy thousand before you quit then like yeah. back in the well, day well I think at, my, at the highest point I had 70,000 and then I think I went over to Minecraft and actually lost some people because they wanted the RuneScape content. They didn't want the Minecraft. So it was... hey, you, you had it when like 70,000 subscribers was like, that was like everybody in the platform. Well, yeah, that, that was, was like the hardest like, yeah. thing. To I get. think the, the top person on YouTube at the time was, was Fred or, or God, I can't even remember who it was. It was like one of those guys like Mosh, Fred. It was either the high pitched guy. Yeah, the 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 guy that got the movie that was like crazy. Yeah. He oh, he hit like a million subs around the time I had seventy thousand. So it was it was pretty much unheard of to have over a hundred K. There was only maybe a hundred people that had a hundred thousand and I was like right around that spot. So um it was yeah, it was an interesting time. Now of course everybody makes money and a, a full on living off of it. <laughs> and i, I kind of missed the boat yeah. there and then the whole <laughs> twitch thing too you have like basically it's a chat channel where everybody just comes in and piles in with the comments and i used to have that in my clan chat in runescape so i, I missed the boat on that one too i could have had the same thing there but what do you gotta do i mean it's uh, i'll live with it i'm glad i inspired people to do much better things now and make make a living of it and and they're happy so that's good enough for me <laughs> I'm, I'm doing fine myself so it's not like i i'm destitute or living in a gutter but i'll, I'll be fine <laughs> hey that's that's good to hear uh, i was curious like were you friends with uh those content creators back in the day yeah well like some of the ones that i named it depends i so some of the older guys like sky cheese lucky bucket <laughs> oh yeah shut up kyle you know where i'm going with this <laughs> <laughs> i just i want you i want him to organically poke poke the the sore spot Sorry, keep going though. <laughs> I won't prod. I won't prod. Okay, so yeah, 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 yeah. You won't. So most of the the, the super old guys, like the, the very first people that um, made videos, I um, I don't know, and they they kind of did their own thing too, which is really weird because there was a lot more community. Like right around when I started, people started getting together and like teaching each other like the video techniques, um, but. Like I, I was actually in the Unforgivings clan chat, and then this is Kyle. You can see him cheering in the background. You can hear him silently, like pumping <laughs> his fist right now. Um, but so I was in his clan chat, and I was started off like like making the community. Like he had like the real community where people would sit there and talk with each other, and I kind of grouped onto that and got people like following me that way. And then when he quit, 
I jumped over there. Everyone kind of came with me as well. And then we had that community and then you get guys like, like, um, like Kyle and Seto Sorcerer and, uh, gosh, Max, I can't think, Mits, Mitsan, uh, Ross and like all kinds of people Gizzy, came out Gizzy of that. Yeah, Gizzy came out yeah. of that. All kind of formed like within the group that we had formed with, with that. So that was really the beginning of the whole community aspect of it. Um, the noob show, I think too, he was kind of big on grouping him and, and, uh, the unforgiving. They're the ones that started the whole, what's that called? The, um, runescape gathering stuff where people would meet up on ice mountain and and meet the celebrities and they they kind of started that community but that was really the the beginning of the whole community aspect of it was right around that 2009 2008 time like the guys before that like sky chi and and some of those guys never really got involved in that so i didn't i ended up not knowing them um like but everybody else like uh dark arm three and and anybody that came up after me, we I kind of know them at least uh, mostly. Some some of the guys I don't like. Nightmare RH uh, came up around the same time. I actually didn't know him at all, and he he ended up having a bigger channel than me. I think he was one of the guys that passed me. He's on, by the way, and he's on in two weeks. I'm super excited to get him on. Um, but he, oh, I, awesome. I I never knew him because there was like our kind of community of video makers that would help each other out and. I'm thinking of more names like Chisel and um, Bum Bum and, and guys like those all kind of hung out in the same group. But then there's these other guys that would kind of do their own thing like Nightmare, um, So Solitude Gay. Um, and I didn't talk with them as much, but I they kind of knew who I am because when I talked to them, they're like, oh, hey, Excel. Sure, yeah, I'll come on your show. So um, it, it's I think we were aware of each other. Uh, for the most part, the people around my time all knew each other, but all the older, like, super old guard people were kind of on their own unfortunately we i'd love to get them on and and talk to them but it's uh, it's difficult to track them down what are we doing by the way this is you're our guest we're supposed to be questioning you i feel like i'm on are you recording this as your own podcast so you can put up on your channel no no <laughs> you're, no, you're no, you all no, the no, no, no. i feel like i'm talking I, way too much I, I'm, I'm used to hosting myself <laughs> so this is the first podcast i've been a guest on so i'm kind yeah. of getting accustomed to it I'm sorry if I'm talking too much. <laughs> by the way. It's like having John Stewart oh, on no, a, like no. a talk show. He wants to run the the talk show. <laughs> <laughs> He's hijacking it. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so how how long ago did you start playing RuneScape? It sounds like you played years and years ago. Yeah, so I I think it was probably 2003. Um, like I said, it was just after Classic turned into RuneScape two. Um, the first time I logged into this game and for a long time, it was back with like the old school icons, you know, the black mage book, the super pixelated inventory, uh, the spec bar was like a square and like your DDS wouldn't go off instantly. It would be like one hit, then another. Yeah. Um, so I've played for a really long time. Like, I mean, I, I, I effectively played the game and grew up watching content creators like yourself and watching nightmare RH and watching, you know, so solid 2k and, the only period of time that I really stopped playing the game was around the time that pre EOC went to RuneScape free. Yeah. Um, that, that was it. I took a, a break from the game, probably maybe two or three years off. And then when old school RuneScape came out, you're back in. Back I'm back again. in. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and here we are and I'm still playing like every single day. My goodness. So I, I would wow. say I've experienced quite a lot of, uh, like, the in-game updates and you know the ups and downs of the game and also all the waves of content creators like 
you know, when I, when I speak about like the unforgiven and Skype and so forth, like I would love to see you guys interview those guys. Yeah. Because I would love to know what they've been up to. I really would. I, I really looked up to them when I was younger. Yeah. We, we would love to have them on. We can't, it's, it seems like all the older guys, like everybody before me is no longer on social media. They just don't exist anymore. Maybe this is, they're too yeah, old for, for social I've gone media. gone on a great scavenger hunt for Sky. <laughs> yeah. He's impossible to find. And I, um, as far as young, I think we'll only talk to one of those people. Yeah. But. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even get a hold of him if I wanted to. So I don't think that's going to happen. Um, yeah. And then I'm trying to, yeah. like, we had Dark Arm 3 on uh, a couple months ago, so he's, like, the oldest guy we've had on um, that I can remember. Though he was the guy that really influenced me, so I was super stoked to have him on, get to talk to him. Uh, if you can think of anybody else, too, let me know. If, you, if you've if got contacts with people, <laughs> like, they have a Twitter channel that's not completely decrepit, uh, let me know. I'll, I'll I reach mean, out to them. You could, you could always take a shot at the absolute god of RuneScape, if you know who I mean. Which one is that? There's a couple absolute gods <laughs> depending on who his you name begins with zed and he is on twitter yeah i've i've yeah <laughs> yeah jason has him on speed dial dude <laughs> are you trolling no i've no i'm serious i I'm, are you serious yeah, i've got him on discord i talk to him all the time but he doesn't want to do like interviews so he's kind of he, hates us. he politely oh. declined so I've, <laughs> but kyle, he hates us. kyle like he lets me have it every time <laughs> Like yeah, you got about you among us with Jason. <laughs> <laughs> That's insane. We we are oh god, we wanted we wanted him so bad on our podcast channel. And we're yeah. talking about Zezima, and uh, I was like, okay, boys. I was like, I'm gonna put a tweet out. We're gonna tweet him. We're gonna at him. I was like, if this tweet doesn't get a hundred likes, like he's <laughs> not even gonna give it the time of day. Yeah. And uh, he, to be fair, he actually replied. I was I was. Even oh, yeah. though it was, you know, it was a solid decline. Yeah. Uh, but you know, you know, humble dude actually replying to our request. So was like, it? Was I it? Got no yeah. Nothing but good things to what, say about Zezima. What exactly did he say? He's like, no, no way. Or I'm, I'm curious. Is he no, it, it was something very politely worded. It awesome. was just something along the lines of, unfortunately, I can't do this. And yeah. I, I assume that's probably due to privacy, and that's fair enough. Yeah. Um. But he he's somebody who I think would just be so so interesting to speak to because it, it it's like he is a runescape legend you yeah. know everybody knows who he is if you don't know who zesma is like how long have you been playing the game for <laughs> it's like every right. like people know him from other games people that have never played runescape before yeah um yeah. but I, I completely understand and respect you know he probably wants to remain private and that's fair enough yeah um i see that he plays league of legends now though which is super he's cool. he's big in nice among to us too i've actually played uh I've, I've streamed among us with him before um and we've joked Humble about brag. having like a like a runescape like super video makers or celebrity runescape among us game or something like that but it's never really taken off i don't know if he's playing so much now i haven't seen him on it he's mostly doing rs3 type stuff but i, I figure at some point we'll get him on doing something I, he just when he when i asked him he's like i i don't think i'd I should. It was kind of like maybe at some point, but I, I don't think so. I, I think it's mostly like he doesn't want to do one because then he'll get asked for like a hundred, <laughs> which I, I totally get. I wouldn't want to. <laughs> like, hey, I offered to pay him. Yeah, he, he, he said no. Yeah, he's got a hundred dollar bounty out for Zezma right now. He's <laughs> we're we're <laughs> yeah, trying that, so hard to get him. Exactly. Well, 
We were, we were thinking the same thing. We were like, boys, how much can we pay him? How much can we put together in the pot to offer him? <laughs> That's sweet in the deal. Maybe what the both of us should like get both streams together. We'll get him. We'll have like a six person booth uh, podcast. Oh, no, I'm not doing a six. I'm sorry. I'm not paying money to be in a six person podcast. <laughs> yeah. So that, that's the one guy that I've at least got contact with. Um, uh, so Solid 2K actually reached out to him. He said yes at one point, and then he came back and said, "Yeah, I probably shouldn't. Um, I think he's got kind of history as a J-Mod, like he worked there a week or something like that. So I, I don't know that he wanted to, to do it. So he declined after saying yes, which I get. Um, I'm trying to think of who else we've asked. Oh, the Noob Show. We've, we've asked him. And same same kind of thing. Is like he's, he's kind of done with the YouTube scene for right now. So he's... Like kind of politely declined and said, eh, "Not at this time." Maybe again, both of both him and Zez were like, "Maybe we can get him on later." But well, it just feels like uh, we, we we'll just pave our way without them if we get them on. It's it's just frosting, but uh, we we tried. <laughs> yeah. But if you can think of any no, other old names that. like that, let us know. I it's it's amazing how many people have been able to get on. Like. Like Poppy's like, I've got Paul Gower's contact information. I'm like, there's no way I'm going to get Paul Gower on. He's like <laughs> one of the founders of RuneScape. So I messaged him like, oh, okay. Uh, maybe, maybe you'll come on. You want to come on our show? Ha ha. And he's like, yeah, sure, man. I'll come on. What, what day works for you? I'm like, well, really? <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, and then same thing with Nightmare RH. I was like, I found him on Twitter. I was like, oh man, I, I, I never talked to the guy when he did his thing. He just kind of was off on his own thing. I was like, he's, he probably hates me. I'm just like. He did his streaming stuff. I did that stupid comedy stuff. He's I'm probably annoying for him. No way he'll say yes. Let me just try anyway. So I, I sent out a message. He's like, yeah, sure, man. When, when do you want to do it? So I, I he's he's on, like this, I said, in two This weeks. show is now Jason posting his W's. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just, you know, I just went through my really, L's, too. I, I said Zezma L, Noob Show L. Okay. So Solid 2K L. It's, <laughs> it's really interesting that you you kind of perceive it as if like oh you must have hated me back then i i feel like the uh like the mentality for the old old school content creating like back when you did it like i i guess the way that you guys interacted with other youtubers and streamers was completely different from now yeah because i i do remember there being like beef back in the day like chris archie versus spark mac and stuff like that well but like in nowadays oh, that was like isn't... that was like wwe beef yeah. <laughs> it's like me and Dark yeah. three type beef <laughs> oh yeah. i remember that like it was yesterday but like there isn't really any of that going on anymore like yeah. pretty much all of the content creators i wouldn't say like banding together as such but there's certainly like you know there's no there's no talking crap on each other or anything yeah. like that it, well, it's very much like we're all in this together like the more of us that are here the better it is for the game and also for what we do yeah, I think a lot of it too is back in the day it was a lot more competitive where people thought like if if they're watching if they're not watching me if they're watching some other guy they're not watching me. So there was a lot of kind of territorial things. I, I think it was people weren't used to the the YouTube mentality where people would just watch you whenever. So if you and some other guy put out a video at the same time, it didn't matter. You weren't like you'd watch one and then the other. And I don't think that like it was still kind of the TV mentality where you got to watch one or the other. So as soon as that kind of dissolved, people were a lot more willing to help each other out where they discovered, like, if we're all doing well, then that's good for all of us. So then like, and that I was there for that kind of switch around where people started helping each other out more. People were telling each other how to download Sony Vegas illegally. People were showing how to do <laughs> like, 
the the right kind of like settings for your videos and and the the kind of the, the quality of the videos took took off after that um so it was kind of a good time to really be a part of that where people learned like okay we don't have to be enemies we can actually help each other out and that's i think where the fake beef stuff came to because that's it's um like bad what's it called bad publicity is still good publicity <laughs> so yeah um, maybe, maybe you and i should start a row on twitter and and get ourselves uh <laughs> some uh, uh i, I man, could have I a meltdown yeah i could have a that's meltdown a and then and we could just go at it <laughs> go at each other get some get some publicity we'll get some views toward the, the podcast <laughs> Yeah, I feel like uh, it's changed a fair bit now. It's like um, only a few weeks ago, I was I was curious how to increase my audio quality, which I unfortunately haven't had the time to get around to. But I, I just asked some content creators like, hey, you know, any of you guys got any recommendations? I have this mic. Uh, I paid a fair bit for it, and I don't feel like I'm getting the most out of it. And just like a swarm of helpful people came forward and were just like, hey, if you tried downloading this, if you tried this or that? And it's like... It's not a gated community. It's like everybody's happy to help each other. I, I feel like it's that that saying, um, God, what is that saying? It's something like all, what is it, dude? Like it's like all all rising tides lift. Oh, rising boat. tide, rising tide, yeah. uh, rising tide. That's the ships. one. Yeah, yeah. And I I think that's so true. Like I've never looked at it in a way of like, I I like healthy competition. So if somebody's close to like a say like my sub count or something, having somebody close to that, I like that because I can be like, okay, this is I I see it in my head. I'm like, this is my competition, yeah. but it's it's all love. There's no hate. It's kind of like very like self manifested. Yeah, and I have like nothing against the person at all. It's just a healthy bit of competition, and it it just keeps me sort of driving. Right, if that makes sense. Yeah, well, I'm doing so, yeah. the same thing with the podcast now. So now, right now, we're like the fourth best podcast behind uh, a couple others. So, and there, as soon as I discover more, well, I'm sure we'll drop down the order. But at least I've got a pecking order to uh, like aspire to, and we still got the moniker of like the worst, the worst podcast on RuneScape. So we we can always roll with that. Um, as far as like what what you've your videos, how have how have you grown? Like, what were your first videos like when you when you started getting into the video making oh. stuff? God. So, <laughs> oh, is this painful memories oh, being dredged well, up here? <laughs> it, it's an interesting thing because uh, I was actually making videos like back in the day, like when you were making videos. Like I started making videos because of yourself and other content creators. Uh, same kind of thing. You know, I was starting off with, uh, God, what was that really old edit in software? It was like Windows something. Windows Movie Maker? Microsoft. That's the one. So started with that. Made, I made videos for years, but they never, you know, I never had any views or anything like that. Um, and so which, which RuneScape music I, I kinda, videos did you do? Oh, well, here's, <laughs> that's an interesting thing. See, so it's pretty much I what actually everybody started did. Oh, yeah. I've actually got a horrendous story about that. Oh, so gosh, I did try, I tried to make one. Okay. I did way back in the day and it was like some super edgy, probably like bullet for my Valentine kind of song or something <laughs> like that. And I was so embarrassed of doing it. And I remember there was one clip I tried to get where I literally turned my private chat off. So I couldn't see the reply from the person that was next to me because the scene was taking place in a duel. 
in the doodle arena. So I was fighting this guy and typing out these lyrics so only I could see them. And then I realized if you have your private chat off, they don't pop up above your head. So I wasn't getting any footage. And I was like, oh my God. So I turned my public on and this guy's just stood there like, wow, you're really edgy. In all of this. <laughs> and I, at that point, I just scrapped the entire idea. Oh, and I was no. like, I'm going to enjoy the music, but not try to produce videos on it. It's not my forte. Yeah. Um, so I mostly made PKing content. Um, I was always a PKer. Like I PKed pretty much since I played in 2003, all the way up into old school. That was more or less the only thing that I ever had any interest in in this game. So all of my content was PK and related content. Um, so yeah. And then since then, what like how did you kind of evolve as as your channel went? So. Uh, I basically what happened was when I took that break for three years, when RuneScape free came out, mm -hmm. um, I went from being quite, I would say I would class myself back in those days, like as quite a toxic peak air, uh, as I think you see <laughs> nowadays. There, that's quite kind of lot. redundant though. Toxic peak air. I mean, is there any like a yeah. friendly, helpful peak air? <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, unless you want to, unless you want to class mint mad cow, but still, uh, he flames out the clan, so that's one thing. <laughs> but um, in the time that I quit the game, like as I ended my RuneScape, like that era ended for me. Mm -hmm. uh, I was super addicted to staking, and I was just a toxic PKer, to be totally honest. <laughs> uh, and it it pretty much boiled down to like I was just it was like me. It wasn't the people. I was like kind of like internally angry at myself instead of the people I was being horrible to. Uh, which is why now when I get like negative comments and stuff like that, I never react badly to it. Yeah. Or for the most part, I try not to, because I, I can put myself in that person's position. And I'm like, you know, I know it's going to get better for you as it did for me. But um, in those three years where I didn't play and RuneScape just didn't exist, it was RuneScape free, which I assume you, you two both stand on the same kind of, you know, position as me, where you look at RuneScape free and you're just like, this is the game that I grew up and loved and they've turned it into this mockery. Like, what is this? And um, in those words, years, <laughs> every, <laughs> every single day, I would just think in my head, like, God, I'd love to just log into RuneScape, like the old school RuneScape, and just walk around Lumbridge, or like go and kill a monster. I'd go and kill goblins right now if I could, but it was just, we couldn't because we didn't have it. Right. Um, so by the time I came back to old school, my mentality had completely changed. My, my, like, there'd like a switch had been flicked. And I was like, you know what? I'm not so interested in killing people now. Um, or it's not my main focus of this game. I just want to enjoy it for what it is. Because I never really got to experience like PVM or like skilling or anything like that because I was always fixated on just one thing. And um, what basically ended up happening was when I came back to play an old school, uh, I obviously said previously I was making videos and stuff like that, and I was working a job. It was just a dead end job, you know, typical sort of nine to five kind of job that you're just looking at the clock all day. And uh, I had a friend who worked there, and I remember one day he said to me, he was like, "Hey, I've been watching this RuneScape, old school RuneScape. I see the games come back. I've been watching like Chris Archie or whoever." And he literally said to me, he was like, can you imagine how big your YouTube channel would be if you continued playing the game? And like, <laughs> oh, it was that moment where I was like, you're fucking right. I should have, <laughs> sorry, am I, allowed, am I allowed to swear? Yeah, 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 I'm I'm sorry. Right. yeah of yeah. course. 
I, I was just there. I was just like, fuck. I was like, you're totally right, dude. I should have kept doing it, man. I wouldn't be working this shitty job. Um, so I, I pretty much just went home that night and I did my first ever YouTube commentary, which you guys will never find and the public will never see again because it was horrendous. Uh, and then it just took me, I don't know, maybe like a year or so in old school, making old school RuneScape content to really get to a point where I started to grow. And uh, I, I think what I did was I just, I just did different video ideas. I tried everything. And then after a year of it, I just looked back at my most popular videos and I was like, which one did people enjoy the most? And then I realized that a lot of people liked these, you know, time oriented money-making challenges. And I guess it's because a lot of people struggle with making money in the game and they don't necessarily know what to do if you're a new player. Right. Uh, so I just ran with it and um, it, it kind of, it was like an avalanche. I went from having basically no subs to just acquiring like, I mean, I think in one month I, I, I think I got like 13 or 14,000 subs. Oh my goodness. In one month. Was there any, which is like an avalanche. Did like somebody like recommend right? you or is it just the, the algorithm smiled from smiled upon you and, and suddenly you were getting all these. Yep. Wow. It was just the algorithm. Just hit the algorithm. I, I, I think, I, I think to be honest, not to toot my own trumpet too much or anything, <laughs> but like where I spent so much time and I actively watched content creators, even when I didn't play the game, I, I could very easily identify the videos that I like to watch and then the videos that I wasn't so interested in. Mm -hmm. So I think that I came into this as a viewer who had certain expectations of what I would like to see. And I just, I've just adapted mm. that. Yeah. So whenever I make content, I always make something that I would like to watch. And that's pretty much the bottom line. But, um, yeah. I think us modern day content creators have a bit of a word for it. At least I do. Uh, so I call it like algorithm chasing right? <laughs> or algorithm right. surfing, whatever you want to call it. It's like, there's certain yeah. things you can do that will 100% increase your subs. Uh, I think the easiest, uh, very standout option right now is PVP hardcore Ironman. It's like, <laughs> if you want to become part of that, you know, algorithm surfing, that's a very good way to very easily get new viewers to your channel. And if you're good at what you're doing or you're funny or whatever, like you're probably going to get some, uh, some subs. Well, see, that's the problem with me is I got to be good at that. And I would <laughs> <laughs> wander in there, probably just get my butt kicked every single time. But <laughs> if it, if it, I if mean, that's, that's the thing though. People love the old stuff as well, man. <laughs> like I'm, I'm subbed to this guy on YouTube. I found his channel. He does free to play PKing videos in 2021 in like 2007 style like he's playing like bullet for my valentine and he's swinging like Hell a rune yeah. mage, and it, it's the most refreshing thing to see i'm like i miss this i, love I miss it. this <laughs> that's great oh i should probably so give him a shout say, out his oh, name's wait, uh, i hunt mains i hunt mains. i hunt mains. I hunt mains. i'm looking him up <laughs> you should you should totally get yep. him on by the way i don't think on. he's ever spoken once in his videos just music oh, just hardcore you. music and edits <laughs> So who were your, oh God. who would you say would be your inspirations? You said you watched all these videos and kind of liked the way that, that like you knew that's how you wanted to do videos. Are there any guys that <clears throat> specifically that you could point out to or like influences for you? Um, at the time, uh, at the time people like C engineer solo mission, uh, Kemp Q and so forth weren't really very prominent. Like, I, I don't even know if they made videos at the time. Um, I guess the people I looked up to the most, Boaty would be an absolutely huge one for me. 
just all around the board is just a good person, uh, very generous, and somebody that I even look up to to this day. I've got nothing but respect for for Adam. I think he's such a nice person. Um, he was a very big influence for me. And then in terms of getting it to like my style, because like I said, I was always into PK, and uh, I'd have to go with Frames, Kevin. Um, because he obviously to this day still only does PVP content. And, uh, he was also doing like challenges and trying to make his videos as interesting as possible for his viewers. So I'd probably say those two were my biggest influences hmm. when I first started. Are good guys. Two guys who also need to get on the show. Have you had them on your show at all? Uh, we've had Kevin, hmm. we've had frames. We, I haven't yet messaged Adam because, <laughs> uh, I kind of, Ah, uh, dude, this is so weird. But like, I've spoken to uh, my boys on the podcast, and like, I've said we'll get them on when we get our groove down. Like, oh. once we feel like you know we're getting good at this, yeah, that makes we'll get sense. the big dogs on. Yeah, that makes you know? sense. Yeah. And it's we 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 kind of have like an approach to it at the moment where we're like, we plan to hopefully get like every single old Scoringscape content creator to come on. So you know, they're probably going to be like some of the last ones. And we're hoping <laughs> at that point, it's just going to be like, people will be like, Hey, why haven't you gone on the show? <laughs> you know what I mean? So we, we got a little, we got a little mental game plan going, but I don't know if it's going to work out. We'll see. Yeah, that makes sense. We, we have the same thing going. Like we were talking about the noob show, like, well, we don't want to get him on like right away. Cause they're like all, all five people will watch him and then <laughs> everyone will miss that. But <laughs> yeah, I, I get what you're saying there. Um, so at what point do you think you you feel like you kind of made it that you felt you were like a big a big channel is there any any time where you sat back and like wow i'm i'm really making it was it right around that when you get those thirteen thousand views in a month or, or subscribers um i i can tell you exactly when it was uh and i i will say that i do not think that i have made it mm -hmm. uh in like so I always looked at it as when I hit a hundred K subs, I was like, when I get a hundred K subs on YouTube, I will feel very accomplished. Yeah. Like that will be for me. Like that's the, you know, the Omega milestone Don't you get when like I a, make that I might, did you get a YouTube uh, plaque for that? Yes. Yes, I do. And it's somewhere with dust covered. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, only because we're renting right now and I can't oh, okay. put nails in the walls, but I, I will put it up. I, I do like it. I don't actually know where it is. It's probably like covered in dust. Um, so you do, it's really cool. Actually. It's, it really feels like you've achieved something because I wasn't sure how I was going to feel when I got it. I was, I wasn't sure if it was just going to be like, oh yeah, but it actually does mean a lot to me. Uh, I know that's kind of ironic cause it's covered in dust, but still <laughs> I'll de-dust it at some point. So yeah, I think that was it. I think it was when I was going to hit hundred K I felt like I'd feel more secure in doing this as like a full-time thing. Um, which is interesting because it's not necessarily the case because I feel like with the amount of content creators that are in the game now, it's like that bar has only risen and it's like, I think I have like 140 K subs. I think it's 140. It's around there. Mm -hmm. Um, but like when you compare that to a lot of other people, it, it, it's like just touching the surface. I feel like a lot of people now have like 200 K and some people have 400 K plus, which is just absolutely insane. Right. Um, I, I don't really know. I, I don't know, boys. I, I don't know when I would feel like I've made it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't know if there is like a point where I'll ever feel like that, to be honest. Are you, are um, you doing your streaming full time? Is that your actual job? 
Yeah, so I have been. Um, I started doing streaming full time when the whole lockdown mm -hmm. came in. So uh, here in the UK, like we've been on full lockdown for over a year, where you know the only reason you can go outside in public is to go to the shops, like the grocery shops. Uh, and I started streaming around that time because I was just like, I'm gonna be so bored. <laughs> <laughs> I, I need to. I need to do something. Uh, and it, it worked out amazingly because I mean, I, I managed to basically make a really, really beautiful, wholesome community. I, I love my community. They're so freaking cool. Um, and honestly, like, I don't know why I started doing it, but now that I have been doing it full time, I couldn't stop because it's like, I just appreciate all of the people that come into my chat every single day, the community that we've made. And I never thought in a million years that it would be so good for me, like from like a mental standpoint, like being able to talk to like a variation of different people on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. Um, and I have to be honest, I definitely prefer doing streaming over my YouTube channel because for me, when I did YouTube and I was, you know, hauling ass with it and trying to like pump out videos every few days, uh, it was quite boring and it was quite lonely because I would just sit there playing the game. I'd, you know, I'd kill Bandos for like 20 hours <laughs> and I would just be, I'd just be watching like a YouTube video or just watching a Netflix show, which might sound good, but there's something so interactive about seeing, you know, you, you see your friend like Taylor's Warriors joins the chat and he's just chatting to you about his day. Yeah. There's something that's so nice about that. Like I wouldn't change it for the world. Oh, I agree. Yeah. But uh, in terms of like stability slash making it, I have no idea. <laughs> I, I, I don't even know if that's a thing with YouTube and content creators. I don't know. I, I really don't know. I can tell you. Oh, okay. Well, fair enough. I mean, I get yeah, the, there's, there's, there's still like, the like you get one point and then it's like, okay, well, it's not enough. I got to get like this much more. And then it's, it's like an un unquenchable thirst, I guess, when, when you're trying to, to feel that. I was just curious if at any point you felt like, oh, you know what? I'm able to support myself doing streaming full time. That's, that's uh, for me, that's pretty huge. I would never be able to do that myself, but uh, it's, it's great that you're at that point and like a hundred thousand subs on YouTube, like you're saying, that's just an amazing achievement. So, uh, that's great for you. Um, I, I didn't ask you, did Thank you, you ever won a golden gnome? I didn't see you on the list, but I, I was curious if you had been no, no. nominated I, or anything. I've I, I don't, I don't think I've even been nominated for a golden. Oh gnome. no, I don't believe so. No. Well, sorry, feels to, bad. <laughs> sorry to bring that up then. <laughs> well, me neither. I've never won a, I've never won a golden gnome either. Kyle's the only jerk here. That's won one. So, um, <laughs> I, was, I would give him a, give him a, a hard uh, time about that. But. If, if I can add on to what I just said as well, like in terms of, um, feeling like you've made it or having some sort of like stability, mm -hmm. I, I think another form that that came in was definitely sponsors. Oh yeah. Um, having that level of financial stability from sponsors, like that for me was such a shift in like my mental, like it was unbelievable. What was that because like? Did they from, just email you out of no, oh, nowhere and they're like, Hey man, we want to give you some money. Just how, how does that work? I've never gotten an actual yeah. decent sponsor. I mean, um, we've had crappy ones like attempts at that, but never had like a legitimate <laughs> sponsor. So yeah, it, it started with me. Uh, I took a sponsor from a guy who was a fan of mine who was working on a game of his own oh. and it was a steam game uh, i knew it was like a legit game like my biggest concern was obviously i i have a lot of like principles and morals i would never advertise 
uh, some sort of like straight up gambling to my viewers because I just think that's a terrible path to go down, and I would not wish it on anybody. Yeah. And uh, well, so you as long know, as it's not I, a mobile game, you should be okay. That. Well, well, here's the thing: game. I don't have, <laughs> I don't necessarily have a problem with mobile games, and I do take mobile game sponsors. Um, but as long as it's not harming people, right? Like that's that's my big thing, right? It's like I I see it like this. I've justified it in a way of. You know, it's like it takes off a lot of stress from me, like financially to have to like pay rent every single month and pay bills. And it's like if somebody, you know, downloads the mobile game that I'm being sponsored by and they don't like it, it's like, you know, that's fair enough. That, that's absolutely fine. Um, but it's a very stable system for actually having like a consistent income rolling through month by month. Mm -hmm. um, the only thing that it's really based upon are your views. Like, you, you know, they, they only really look for people who have higher views because realistically, if you're getting probably below, like it all depends. But like what I've been told is that if you've got under like 50,000 views, they're probably going to look somewhere else because it's like, it's not really worth their time for that small of a sponsorship. Right. Um, so it started off as I just had a random sponsorship with a, with a guy who contacted me. It was a Steam game, so I knew it was safe because Steam games, you know, they have to be verified and all of that stuff. Um, and I think that just kind of opened that door for then other companies to reach out to me and ask me if I'd like to be sponsored. Oh, wow. Um, which is all fine and dandy. Like, you know, it's, it's definitely not a bad thing, but it becomes very time-consuming after a while because you have to go back and forth and you have to try to negotiate prices with these businesses and so forth. And if you're anything like me and you don't really know anything about analytics, it's like, you don't really know if you're getting taken for a mug or if you're getting a good deal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so basically uh, I ended up getting invited to like a, a partnership. Um, and it's a guy called Mason. It, it started out as crusader talent, which is pretty much specifically for old school interview content creators. And uh, I was the second person to join. And it was basically like, hey, would you like to join our partnership program where um, I, I can't really go into percentages or anything like that. But but the concept is we will find sponsorships. We will do all the negotiation negotiating for you. And we will just come to you every month saying, hey, these companies want to sponsor you. Which one would you like to take? Oh, or wow. Which ones? Yeah. So that for me was a huge like safety net in terms of like financial security. And uh, honestly, like I, I would say sponsors pretty much single-handedly changed me just playing RuneScape and seeing how it's going for a few years to doing it full-time. Like oh, the sponsorships great. are inc very significant in terms of that finance oh, wow. for sure. That's great. So I got to do a wellness check on Kyle really quickly. I haven't heard from anything. I need to make sure he hasn't been blown away. Are you in there, Kyle? Are you still alive? Yeah, it's okay. I've been monitoring the situation every now and <laughs> okay, then. Has so. it gotten worse? What, where were we standing? Are you still under no, active it's, warning? It's or? much better. Okay. It's much better now. It's it's cleared up. Okay. So thank 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 you for checking. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys are just joining us, Kyle's going through an active tornado uh, warning phase, so he may blow away uh, any time on the podcast. So we we wanted to do it anyway so that we could catch Kyle's death live if possible. Because it's always That's great right. for content. It's, con it's content, it's baby. Content. That's what right. what is the protocol when there's a tornado? Because we don't get them in the UK. Like what are you supposed <laughs> um, to do? Just like get down on the ground or hide hide somewhere or something? 
as somebody who lives in Chicago, <laughs> there isn't really a protocol because people who are in the city are like, that, that's never going to happen. <laughs> and you, usually it doesn't. But when I grew up in the suburbs, when, you know, you're surrounded by flatland, we had to do tornado drills every oh, year. God, and I like, I feel like if, <laughs> yeah, if you're like not in the U.S. and like the Midwest, this is going to sound like a weird thing, probably, because I, I assume you guys didn't have tornado drills in, in the U.K., right? No, no, we don't have anything like that. Oh, my. OK, that's see, that's weird to me. Oh, wow. um, no, we have nothing. We have nothing that's venomous. We have no sharks. <laughs> We have no tornadoes. We have no volcanoes. Nothing. They just bad have rain. Really that's it. Over here. What, yeah. What yeah, do you, what do just you guys have to do time. drills for? Do you guys have drills for anything? Like Germans nope. bombing them. <laughs> Fires <Nothing>. or. <laughs> I mean, you huh. will if you were if you were like if you have a proper job. Yeah, sure. Oh, uh, but yeah. like just just a regular citizen, no. Oh there, man. There's like no no drills for anything. Oh god. Boris Johnson drill? I don't know what you guys have to watch out for. <laughs> I um, I grew up in Ohio. I lived like like 50 miles from a nuclear power plant and we had tornadoes, so we would have nuclear power plant drills where the, the sirens would be tested all the time. We didn't actually have to do anything, but the sirens would go off just to test it. And then we had the tornado drills in school where they you had to get under your desk and like tuck into a ball and face away from the yeah, windows. And a ball. God, yeah, that's that, right. I, I never want to move anywhere that's near by, it is. That's why I'm like like my wife wants to move to like the Midwest because the land's cheaper out there. We're in California now and she wants to like, let's move to the Midwest. <laughs> you can get property out there. I'm like, no, they got tornadoes out there. There's no way. I'll, I'll deal with <laughs> no, an earthquake once can, every you 30 can years. Dodge it. <laughs> you can dodge it. Go to, go to Chicago. Again, oh, nobody is going like when I was on the phone with Taylor, they were like, nobody's in the basement right there. I'm like, yeah, of course they're not because they're, <laughs> it doesn't hit going to happen. Yeah, they, they think that it only happens in Kansas. The tornadoes know better. They don't bother with the cities. They just go for the farmland. It's, it's much more fun out there right exactly <laughs> they want the cows they don't, they don't want us it's like aliens <laughs> the aliens don't go for the cities they go for the farmland <laughs> right yeah that's exactly. a crazy Nothing... lifestyle boys jesus yeah. <laughs> am i right in thinking that a lot of american houses are made of like wood and plasterboard is that correct yeah but like, there aren't many stone built buildings no no it, no yeah i mean it's it's a lot of it's a lot of brick wood um it's it's all things that have been made in the last like what 300 years so yeah nothing nothing stone or anything that has any interesting history in it every, every american architecture is a little bit boring so <laughs> we call yeah. it generica where it's like you you go and it's like nice. starbucks mcdonald's walmart and it looks exactly the same like if they drop you off on a corner you look at it and you'd see it and you have no idea where in the country you are because it's basically you could be anywhere that's pretty much our american architecture so yep. I, I'm thinking like if they built the houses out of brick and stone and they made them proper, <laughs> would that help against tornadoes or would that just be more expensive to fix? Because all of the houses here in the UK are like made of stone. You know what I mean? Like I don't think a tornado would do too much. You'd probably lose a couple tiles. In, but I don't think the house would be ripped up. In um well, I don't know. In New England they make them out of brick, but they don't really get tornadoes out there in Florida, they make them out of concrete for the hurricanes, but that's not quite as powerful as a tornado. Um, in the Midwest, I don't, I don't know if they, <laughs> they, they, they just, just we've never learned our lesson, yeah. and all the house they're like, <laughs> I can't believe this keeps happening, and then they rebuild the house using wood, yeah. and it happens. <laughs> it's, like, it's like the little pigs; they don't learn their <laughs> the little pigs, but they don't oh, learn their man. lessons. It just gets blown down every time. They're like, let's make it out of wood again. It should be fine. <laughs> 
I think it's just cheaper to replace it because they did it out of bricks and the bricks would get knocked down and then you have to replace that and it's twice as expensive. But if they just make it out of yeah. straw, then it gets blown over and they just, okay, it's yeah. cost nothing. It's anyways. not even life threatening. Yeah. It's, it's purely from a, a resource and a, a money conservation standpoint. Tornadoes <laughs> are just a mild inconvenience. <laughs> <laughs> It makes it look more daunting on the news when they're like, there was a hundred billion dollars worth of damage. You're like, ah, oh, look at us. That's so right. much damage. That's right. The media, <laughs> the media is paying off, uh, the construction people living in Kansas, construction industry. To they're make out there lining up the trailer houses. Like, oh, you want to live here? Trailer houses yeah. is the way to go. That's what they the, want you to be scared. That's what the tornadoes <laughs> usually do is they go for the tornado, the trailer parks and, and toss those around. <laughs> oh, well here you're learning a lot about america today yeah. i hope that you're you're writing all this down <laughs> yeah yeah i'm taking some notes don't worry boys <laughs> well here in california they always joke about the earthquakes um like oh god why would you want to live in california they got earthquakes all the time like i've i've been here like god 15 years i've i've experienced one no not even one i mean i had one earthquake that we kind of felt and it was like oh wow that's like a decent earthquake, like it really rumbled. Uh, maybe two that are like a really rumbled and you felt it. I've never had an experience any like huge one where I had to get out of the house or anything like that. Um, there was one that was like a 7.9 a few years ago. It was like a hundred miles away and we didn't even feel it. So it's like earthquakes are nothing here. You have, have to worry about fires more than like, like wildfires more than earthquakes. But it, man, you got, you guys got it real shout there. Like the sounds <laughs> of it. What the hell? See, like where I'm from, the UK, I don't, I don't think we're close to like any tectonic plates. So like no. we never have earthquakes. We never have storm. Well, we have storms occasionally, but it's never, you know, it's not going to blow your house away and yeah. stuff. Um, yeah. Talking about yeah. earthquakes, I will, I will say lucky because it's something which I always wanted to experience, just because it's so <laughs> like unreal for someone right. living in the UK. Um, I, I remember I was in a hostel in um, in New Zealand. I think it oh, was yeah. Wellington and I was like up on the third or fourth story of this hostel and oh my god that was the most terrifying thing the entire building felt like it was swaying backwards and forwards oh, during an earthquake oh, god. god yes oh wow. it was terrifying oh my god yeah uh, dude that was so that was such a silly time so <laughs> I uh, I went out to New Zealand with two of my best friends and we rented a camper van for 21 days we were only out there for a month and uh we basically were just living in the camper van, cruising along, you know, just seeing both parts of the country because it's broken into two parts. And mm. um, we decided one time that we were going to park up by the ocean. Okay. And we get there and it's beautiful and like nobody's there. And we're like, why is nobody here? Like, why is no one camping out? And um, we went down to the beach. I had like my rod, I was going fishing. And that tide was incredibly choppy. All right. Yeah, it was, it was yeah. very savage out there and it wasn't very good for fishing. So we go to bed, wake up in the morning <laughs> and my friend was like, he was like, boys, I was so convinced last night that there was somebody outside of our van fucking with us rocking it. Oh, and uh, we were like, wait, what'd you, I mean, me and my other friend slept straight through it. We were like, what are you talking about? Yeah. And, uh, when we got into a town and we actually managed to get some Wi-Fi. We were just flooded with messages from our families, like our mums and dads were like, "Are you guys okay? We've not heard anything okay? from you." And we're like, yeah. "Wait, what are you? What are you talking about?" And they're like, "There were severe earthquake and tsunami warnings oh, where God, you're staying." God. And we <laughs> yeah. slept like on the beach, <laughs> <laughs> and we had no idea it was so fucking oh, stupid. Man. 
Yeah, tsunamis yeah. is the other thing that freaks me out too. I would have nightmares all the time. I mean, we used to, I used to live like uh, a few blocks away from the beach and I would always have nightmares about tsunamis coming and washing me away. But we, we do have to worry about those, but it's not as scary when you learn about them. Like you get plenty of warning usually with the tsunami. Um, right, right. But, and even, even if it's like an earthquake, like right there, like the water will rush out and it'll give you like a good couple minutes warning letting you know there's a tsunami on the way that you can hopefully find higher ground but yeah that's still pretty yeah. scary to, to to worry about yeah i well you're just you're selling me on living in the uk now i loved it <laughs> when i visited and i'm like now i'm like oh great i can escape tornado alley and all this other bullshit cool <laughs> i don't, I don't want to yeah. dox you but where about in the uk are you in like prox i'm trying to think of like in proximity to like london because that's like the area i know as you the yeah, one so city he knows in in uk yeah the only every, one. everybody knows london so uh i'm from the southwest i live quite close the easiest way of saying where i'm from is bristol um okay and Bristol, like if you hear Bristol, if anyone's been to Bristol before, they instantly recognize my accent. Um, I would say I have more of a Somersetian accent, which is more of like a rural country accent because that's where I grew up. Um, but if you ever do come back to the UK, there is a city which is one of the smallest cities in the UK. It's actually very close to where I live. It's called Bath. Okay. Oh, I've heard of Bath. And yeah. it's more, yeah, it's called the Roman Baths. And, uh, it really is just an old Roman city that is now cool. lived in by us Brits. And it is <laughs> wow. beautiful. Like if you guys so like cool. old, old architecture, if you like history or anything like that, like pretty much every building in Bath, there's some sort of like Roman building on the outside of it, whether it be, you know, at the top, like some pillars or something like that. And they are made out of like the thickest stone slabs you oh, will ever cool. see. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. They're, it's a really, really beautiful, beautiful city. And it's very like, it's a hot tourist place. Um, yeah. But it, it's beautiful. You guys should definitely uh, check it out. If you come to the, UK. yeah. Next time I get invited to Rune yeah. Fest, I'll be uh, sure to. Yeah, by. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Rune Fest, have you I mean, ever, have you ever been there? Yeah, I have. Uh, I've gone to, I think two or no, I've been to three. And which year, which to, years uh, did you, were you able to go? Oh God, I'm not very good with my years, man. Well, did you go back in like <laughs> say went, 2010, 2011, where we might have had a chance? No, to no, see? no. Okay. No, it was it was. I'll say this: the last free room fest that happened uh, were the ones that I got invited to. Okay. So, yeah, all the last three, and uh, they were very good. I really enjoyed room fest. I thought it was so fun. Did you get to meet up with a lot of fans or hang out with the video makers while you were there? Yeah. So, to be honest with you, like even though I had as you said, like, you know, I've got over a hundred K subs on YouTube. Um, I, I feel like I didn't meet that many fans. Uh, I spent a lot of my time with like content creators and, you know, talking to J mods and stuff like that. Um, it's interesting to see the difference between YouTubers and then Twitch streamers, because I, I feel like with Twitch streams, like you basically have like a very tight knit community. Um, and all the streamers were constantly like flooded with people that watch their content and so forth. Like, I, I think I probably met, I don't know, in those three times, maybe 10 or 20 people that watched my videos that came up to me. Um, whereas like mo most of the streamers would have, you know, that many people Lines. around them at one time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like it, that kind of, so it's really interesting to see that. And I, I totally get it now, now that I stream, 
it's like, you know, I speak with my, my chat all the time and a lot of them want to rent a house out for RuneFest. <laughs> I mean, to be more precise, they want to rent a fucking castle, which I don't know if that's going to happen, but we'll see. Okay, I think that would be rent. sick. <laughs> um, and like, I already know that my next RuneFest experience is going to be a lot different from my last ones, just because streaming really, I, I feel like it really shows like you as a person shows off your personality, right? Like right. people really get to know you when you stream. Um, mm -hmm. And then when, when it's YouTube, it's like, it might be a 10 or 20 minute video where they kind of just get to see the bits that you want them to see. So it's less personable. Whereas like streaming, you know, you go and watch any streamer right now, they might've been live for seven or eight hours. Mm -hmm. Chances are they're being themselves because it's very hard to play a character for that length of time. <laughs> yeah. Well, when you did, uh, uh youtube stuff did you have like a, a clan chat where people would jump in and talk to you like in the game or was it just you just do the videos and people leave comments um i would say yes the clan chat uh i never really advertised it that much but people that just generically like you know wanted to come on in and wanted to chat and stuff uh we we had that like i would always be in my cc even to this day i'm always in rake ccc um, but back when I first started doing it, we were using TeamSpeak. Uh, right, right. I don't think Discord was a thing at the time. No. And uh, it was pretty much just a case of like, you know, we'd have a really tight knit community. And if there was anyone that was like really cool, really chill, somebody that we would just get on with, it was like they would be given the TeamSpeak information. Oh, <laughs> they get the and invite. Then it's You're like, in. <laughs> yeah. It, it was like up to them whether or not they wanted to wanted to join. And I think that was pretty much done back then probably for youtube dms which i don't even know if, if that's a thing anymore because they've changed the site so much uh but yeah I, w I was never like hugely big on the clan chat or anything like that because it caused a bit of drama oh and, yeah like, people, oh, got, people, <laughs> people get a bit power hungry as well I'm yeah sure you know. <laughs> gosh <laughs> bring so, it up uh, scars you know but me, nowadays yeah. Nowadays, we just have Discord. I love Discord. It's probably one of the only social medias that I'm active on. Mm -hmm. And uh, I really like the Discord. It's just, it, it's so much better than TeamSpeak. Yeah. It, it's like a social media within a TeamSpeak. It's so nice. Like I used to have the kind of that community you're talking about, which is great to have. I had that in my clan chat where I get like hundreds of people to show up and we'd all talk with each other. I would leave, I'd come back and there's still a hundred people in my clan chat talking with each other. So I like... It's like, you don't even have to be there. They sit there in their own own organic community and you just come in and then we'd all have fun together. So I, I get what you're talking about with the whole community, which is why I was asking if you kind of had like a clan chat thing, but it seems, seems like you had like a real restricted uh, kind of community there. Not quite the same as the Discord one. Yeah, it, it's changed a lot now though with Discord. Discord's such a an easy place to have everybody in, mm -hmm. you know, and like you can moderate it as you please. Um, like with our discord, I would say probably the people who chill and talk the most funnily enough are actually people that don't play runescape. <laughs> uh, so there'd be like recently I've got into a game called escape from Tarkov. I don't know if either of you have heard of that game. Oh before. yeah. I know that game. Yeah. Yeah. So I got that game Well, I got it gifted to me, which is very kind of them. Yeah. Um, and I started playing it and now every single evening i look at my discord and there's like anywhere from five to ten people all in the discords all in the tarkov channels like gaming together Man. and uh it's not it's very nice to see but i think that's probably because like old school runescape nowadays it's more of like efficiency scape 
Yeah. So <laughs> it's kind of all around the board, more efficient to do stuff on your own. Yeah. So people don't really play that much together, which yeah. is kind of sad to see. Yeah. Yeah, we've, I've had jokes. And in fact, the, the video I turned out, tur uh, that I made a week ago, I kind of made a joke about efficiency because that's kind of what RuneScape has turned into nowadays where it's not, there's no community aspect to it as much, except for maybe the stream communities. Um, but yeah, I agree with you there. It's not quite what it used to be. But as far as um, you had mentioned, you had kind of changed your way you used to do the streaming before. What advice would you give yourself uh, if you can go back 10 years and say, look, man, you need to do things <laughs> like this way. Is there anything you would tell yourself 10 years ago? Um, I, I think, uh, I don't know if I could say 10 years. <laughs> I think I could probably say maybe like two years ago or even like a year ago. Mm -hmm. Um, when it comes to streaming and like, by no means am I an expert at this and you know, it is what it is. Mm -hmm. But, um, the advice I would give anybody that's trying to like, form a community that they 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 want to be a part of is like in some ways it's like you have to moderate it it's like if you have people coming in and they're acting a certain way that you don't like it's like you need to speak to them and just be honest and be like hey i don't want you to be you know typing that toxic stuff or whatever it is right like this isn't the place for it um and also i think a big thing would be view count now numbers when it comes to content creation is a minefield because it can really affect your emotions. You know, it's like if you have a YouTube video that doesn't do so well, <laughs> or if your streams are struggling, it's like, it, it's hard not to let that affect you. So I think the advice I would give myself is focus on the people who are actually spending their time to be with you and watch your content instead of worrying about those people that aren't. Yeah. And I, I think that if you kind of go down that line and you just make sure that the people that are watching you have an amazing time, it's like, you know, what more can you do? Uh, that's probably what I'd tell myself. Okay. That's good advice. Yeah. I'm trying to build up my own kind of streaming audience here. So, uh, love to all those guys that show up to the, all three of you that show up to my streams. Uh, good to have you. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so what would you say is the best compliment you've ever received? Oh, thanks for the follow. Rick. <laughs> hey, no problem, man. I got you, dude. Make it four. <laughs> all right, right for four. Hell yeah. Yes. Build that community. <laughs> so what would you uh, say the, is the best compliment you've ever received? Best compliment? Oh god. It could be could be YouTube, could be um uh on your on your stream. Um it's kind of difficult. Like not to say that I have an overwhelming amount amount of compliments. I, I think um in some ways, like I, I sometimes don't feel like worthy of the compliments, if you know what yeah. I mean. Oh, I definitely know what you mean. <laughs> you're sitting here and talking to me up at the just... beginning of the show. I'm sitting here shaking my head like, oh, no, no. <laughs> but yeah, I, I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah, so it, it's like I, I get a lot of really nice comments like in my streams and stuff, just people telling me my content may have helped them like, you know, through a tough time and stuff like that. Oh yeah. And honestly, I, I think it's hard to just pinpoint one, but whenever I hear con uh, comments that are like, you know, I've helped them out through a tough time or, you know, maybe I've helped them achieve a goal or given them motivation to do something like that's pretty much the biggest compliment for me, I'd say. Oh yeah. That's great hearing stuff like that. Yeah. Like it feels like I'm doing something which has a purpose. Like if I know that I'm creating something, which is, you know, 
actively improving somebody's day in any way, shape, or form, like that makes me feel so good. I'm like, that's that's amazing. I, I live for that. You know, if I can improve somebody's day or their mind in, in a positive way, like that just makes me feel so good about what I do. Oh, yeah. So I, I, I'd say that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kyle, you still okay, man? Usually I'm like dying by the, by this time of the show. I'm like completely out of energy because I've, I've got small kids. So they keep me up all night and I'm like dead. And Kyle's chiming in, carrying the energy. But Kyle's, I've, I got to make sure he's still alive here. <laughs> I, I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit fried today. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, my parents, my parents are coming into town, so I'm, I'm trying to coordinate. Uh, okay. I, I have to jump off here in a minute or so. Yeah, I've got, yeah, my, um, I got something going on too. But just gotta, we're, just we're actually, we're, sure into, okay, we're into hard overtime right now. We usually we cut off the, we cut off the the podcast segment after the hour. But have 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 we even done that? No. Are we still going, Jason? No, we're, I'm still going. I'm, I'm recording. I'm having a good time. I've, I feel like we've been a little more informal than we normally are, uh, and yeah. just. Oh, absolutely. Freestyling <laughs> it a little bit, and it's been doing great. Because I've, I've noticed that pretty yeah. much all the other podcasters do, the good ones, like not us. They they just kind of talk, and I've been kind of <laughs> doing that a little bit more this time, and it feels like it's good. working. And plus, we yeah. got a guy, he's a, a consummate pro. He knows what he's doing. He, d- he's d- he does his podcast <laughs> stuff all the time. He's he's an old pro, yeah. so yeah. Well, learning from the master. It is my first time being though. a guest, so <laughs> it's, been, it's been a learning experience for me as well, and I'm sorry if I took too much air time. Oh, no well. problem. I no, I'm... I'd rather no, you, I'd rather no it take two hours than than an hour. So it's it's glad that you're yeah yeah you're talking freely and it's, well, it's a good time for me. Well, I've got to jump off in in a little like in a minute here, but I wanna I wanna ask one last question because I'm always very curious about this kind of thing. You know, I'm I'm recently entering my you know adult career life and I'm thinking about like oh shit I have to make money to survive <laughs> and things like that and um. I'm always curious if, uh, you know, what it's like to be doing uh, content creation as a full-time job. You know, I've always done it as like kind of a side hustle. But um, do you feel like you have like the energy? You mentioned that you've been doing it full-time since like quarantine began, right? Uh, Yeah, so that was was just streaming. But YouTube and just RuneScape content creation, probably four or five years now. Like just doing that. Yeah. How how is your like like what because after like five years of having done like Minecraft stuff full time like I was totally drained by it and that was in a game that I didn't really enjoy. Now RuneScape is a game that I assume you enjoy, <laughs> and that was yeah. a game I probably enjoyed <laughs> a lot much more you know much more than Minecraft. So I have to ask like has it waned in interest at all? Like do you find that it's you're finding ways to keep it interesting for yourself? And, uh, you know, what are your feelings towards content creation after having done it for five years full time? Yeah, that, that's a really good question. Um, I, I think for me, it definitely has, you know, it, it basically went from being something that I really, really loved, which I still do. But I feel like if you take anything that you really love and then you're forced to play it or whatever that <laughs> yeah. thing is, it's like eventually it's going to feel more like a job. Yeah, what right. it is you know a hobby and um I, I think for me it's trying to hit that balance between you know having enough money coming in each month and that's where you know like i said sponsors really help with keeping that completely off of the radar and i don't have to worry so much about that um i, I think for me it's about setting goals so mm-hmm. I usually set my own goals. It's like I'll have some kind of challenge or restraints to whatever video I'm making. Um, and that keeps it interesting for me. 
And mm -hmm. I also don't force myself to play if I don't want to. Okay. Yeah. And I, I recommend yeah. that to everybody, whether you're a content creator or not. If you're not feeling playing it, you're burnt out, don't play the game. Play something else. Like games right. are not supposed to be hard work. It's supposed <laughs> to be enjoyed. It's supposed to be fun. So it's like, you know, I, I often play other games. Like, I mean, pretty much every evening I play either League of Legends or Escape from Tarkov. Or, you know, mm -hmm. if I'm doing something in RuneScape that I'm really enjoying, like I'll play some of that. Um, yeah. yeah. I would say in terms of like financially doing it full time, God, yeah, that was a, a minefield of an experience because going hey. from being paid a paycheck every month to then just being like, I am going to get paid a reflection of how hard I've worked this month. Right. And you know, that all, it doesn't even always come down to that. It's like, if you go to January, the month after Christmas, it's like mm -hmm. advertisers don't advertise as much. Yeah. And it's like yeah. the first year, the first year I did this full time, I effectively went from having a sick December where I was like, oh man, like I can, I can live off of this thousand USD a month to, <laughs> oh my God. I remember, I met, I remember messaging frames. <laughs> I was like, I was like, mate, what has happened? I was like, I got more views this month, but my income is halved. I was like, bro, I was like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. And he was, he yeah. was just like, that's January, man. He's like, that happens every year. And I was like, oh, <laughs> oh my, my God. God. See, I was I like, never what am I going to do? <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Oh, so, um, it, it's definitely, it's definitely, it's definitely hard, but it's like, if you really right. want something, I, I feel like if you're very passionate about something succeeding mm -hmm. and you put everything you have into it, like from my experience, it's like, if I, if I really want something, I will be at it day and night. I will yeah. like destroy yeah. my sleeping pattern to make sure <laughs> I get whatever it is done because I need to get it done. Um, right. and it, it was incredibly, incredibly hard. I, I, I will right. say that, um, I think it's just about getting your foot in. It's like when you get your foot in and you know what it is that people like to watch about you and what you also enjoy. Um, and also it does need to make, you know, enough money for you to be able to survive doing it. Right. It takes time. It, it doesn't, it doesn't happen overnight. You have to think about it all the time. I would say the first two years of doing this probably shaved off 10 years of my life <laughs> with how stressed, yep. how stressed yep. I was every day. <laughs> yep. I, I hear that. <laughs> um, well, it, your passion definitely shows in some of your videos. Like I'm going through, I'm like, you are spending so long playing this game and not only like just playing this game to make the content and set those goals for yourself and meet those goals, but also to really make like an entertaining video and a presentation out of it. And like your, the effort is just like, I'm trying to wrap my mind around it. This is insane. Like I can, I can barely like manage playing, like balancing, playing the game and also creating content in the game. That's good and entertaining where you're like thriving in both of those. So it's, it's absolutely like, it's so cool to see you balance that so well. And you know, after five years of, of having done it, like it, it definitely shows that you've been, you know, striking a much better balance. So uh, I'm really happy for you. That's that's so cool.
Yo, thank you, man. I'm blushing over here, dude. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. I wanted to ask something totally unrelated as well. After I was creeping on your your Instagram, <laughs> is I saw that you're you're also a, a Pokemon card collector. Oh, boy. Right. hell yeah! I'm gonna check out now. You guys can talk for the next three hours about this. <laughs> <laughs> I had to ask. I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, I recently got my old Pokemon collection delivered from. Uh, from my my parents' house to my my apartment, and I was kind of going through them. I was like, God, I wonder if these are like worth anything. <laughs> and I'm like, I feel like I'm in that collector's mentality now that I'm an adult. I'm like, I don't care about having the cards anymore. I'm like, how much is this worth? <laughs> yeah, man. I I mean, I have always been like, I'm kind of one of those like, I'm always all in or all out, and right. Pokemon is no exception. Uh, my yeah. Instagram, I I haven't uploaded on here in ages. I kind of neglect this social media. Uh, but yeah, I, I have, I would say, quite a considerable collection. Um, I pretty much started collecting back in, I think it was like 2014, 2015. Oh my gosh. Where, yeah. you know, that was the the second time ever buying Pokemon since being a child. And, you know, I went from being, you know, hey, mom and dad, can I have some pocket money to, I have an income. I can spend whatever I like. So, yeah. so how many I, charges are you in. own now? Hell yeah, dude! Oh god, too, too many, man, too many. But um, wait, wait, yeah. do you just collect or do you play the game too? I just collect. I, okay. I want to play the game, but I don't really have anybody that would play with me. And I mean, like the actual, you know, in-game, uh, sorry, in real life game, not just like the right. online TCG. Right. Um, right. So yeah, I've been collecting. I'd say pretty much throughout since like 2014. Um, oh. I pretty much bought like most of my cards back then when they were inexpensive, but even back then it was a lot of money, uh, oh, for yeah. me at least oh, yeah. when I was working, you know, the job that I was working. Um, but my biggest, biggest accomplishment with, uh, my Pokemon collecting was I completed the shadowless first edition base set. Like, every Oh no one. way. Wow. You got every single yeah. one. Holy yeah, dude, cow, I got ev dude, I got everyone, Charizard included, like the whole, what? The whole shebang. Isn't that one worth like a like a fortune? <laughs> uh I think if it comes back as like a PSA 10, which is the the grading company, yeah, uh, I think they high. sell for like 300k USD. Yeah. Like it's yeah, kind of nutty. Or 500k, yeah. something you crazy. Should, you yeah. should get yours graded. <laughs> I mean, dude, I'm I'm so dude, I I have this is the this is how I see it, right? I love these cards. These are my my <laughs> prides, my prides collection. Like I love looking at them. I love the artworks, and it's like I have them. I have them. They're right next to <laughs> he, me. He's the one that pays for three hundred k, not the one that sells it for three hundred k. Dude, I don't want to put them in a box and have some delivery driver like chucking them in the back of the <laughs> okay. airplane. So that's like, do you know what I mean? Because a PSA one, because of this lazy ass <laughs> driver throwing this shit around, dude. I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> like, I, that, 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 that's another thing as well. Like, I get asked this all the time, and I, dude, I used to get bombarded with this. People were like, oh why are you not selling these? You could buy a house or whatever. <laughs> but like, here's the thing. I never bought these to sell these. I bought them from yeah. me. I bought yeah. them because I really wanted them. And it just so happened to turn out that they then went up in price. Okay. Right. Um, right. And also I didn't pay very much for them because I bought them, most of them like five or six years ago. Like I picked mm. up most of my first edition hollows for like 20 pounds, which is like 30 bucks. You know, Damn. it's like the price increase has been insane. I know, but I, I don't know, man, like put it this way, me and my, me and my fiance, uh, we're actually buying a house this year 
And mm -hmm. uh, I completed the first edition base set last year. And I literally <laughs> said to her, I said to her when I got that entire set, I was like, I am going to work my ass off this year so that when we come to buy the house, I don't need to sell them. <laughs> like that, that was my that's, motivation. That's motivation. Yeah. That's great motivation right there. Yeah. So, but it's a nice backup. Who knows, man, maybe, maybe one day that'd be my pension. Who knows? <laughs> we'll see. Well, I, I don't even want to joke about that now because I know that there's, there's definitely like two kinds of people in like the card collecting scene is the people that collect it for sentimental. And that's, that's me with my, I collect, here's my, my nerdy shit is my magic to gathering collection is, I don't think I could part with a lot of these cards. Some of them, maybe the ones I'm not using and the ones that are expensive that aren't in any decks, but I'm like, I use these cards. I play with them. I had them since I was a kid. Um, but like my Pokemon collection was never really as sentimental to me, which is why I'm kind of like, yeah, I could, I could grade these and sell these if I wanted to. But like, yeah. You you ain't nobody's coming near the magic collection. <laughs> <laughs> no. Do you have any black lotuses by any chance? I, I oh, I've never god, collected, I but I know a bit about magic. Just I a bit. I wish, dude. That's uh, god. Is that one worth more or less than the uh, the Charizard Shadowless? You think? Uh the last time the last time I saw, I think it was like a a BGS nine point five black lotus. I think it's pre alpha. That's the or is it alpha? Which which one came first, pre-alpha or oh, it'd be pre-alpha? Uh, um, yeah, I don't remember. I think, it, I think it was on eBay for buy it now for like half a million USD. Oh, uh, <laughs> but it was getting like it was getting like two hundred views per hour on eBay, which is just yeah. insane. Like you know, yeah. that, that's like the holy grail of magic. Right. I mean, I I, I kind of try to familiarize myself with these things because. I am so much into collecting. It's like if I ever went to like a boot sale, garage sale, or like a charity shop and I saw mm -hmm. a bunch of magic cards and I didn't know what they were, it would haunt me for the rest of my life to know that I couldn't have picked up like a Black Lotus for like a buck. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. yeah. Well, that was the thing when I was a kid. The Black Lotus was like, it was a hundred bucks at the card shop. And I was like, I'll never be able to afford this. And now I'm growing up and I'm like, I still will never be able to afford this. <laughs> it's only gone up. It's an investment. It's like a stock investment, but they're cardboard. <laughs> Definitely. I mean, it's it, it definitely comes down to what you said, though. It's like there's the sentimental value and then there's the financial incentive. And it's like mm -hmm. I, I have both. So I right. have recently in the last few years started collecting like modern product um, and a pretty safe or, you know, I'm not I'm not giving financial advice, by the way. I'm not professional <laughs> at all. But a lot of the uh, the sealed product from Pokemon over the last 20 years has more or less gone up over you know the last 20 years it's only ever right. risen because it goes out of print and so forth right. um right. so it's like i appreciate and love the old stuff and that's very sentimental to me and a lot of it i would never part ways with mm -hmm. but then i do have a lot of modern stuff like i mean i probably have about 20 booster boxes which is rookie numbers for Whoa. most collectors for um, a pokemon of or yeah stuff for Pokemon, like modern Pokemon mm. sealed, half of it's in Japanese, half of it's wow. in English. And um, it's like just over the last five years, like, I mean, some of the packets that I have, like I bought these booster packs for about £2.50, so like $3 a pack. And now they're selling for anywhere from like $40 to $50 a pack. And that's just yeah. in five years. And I, I've got like wow. a ton of them. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. So I yeah. I collect both, but the modern stuff for me now is more of a long term investment with the mindset of do you know what if these actually are worthless one day I can just open them up and enjoy them. 
Yeah, so it's exactly. kind of like it's it's win win you know, for you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and also yeah. it, it wait, sorry, on. if I say one more thing, like when you buy them from the ground floor, so when they first come out, it's like you just pay the retail price. So it's like right. it, it's you're not paying like a grand for a box or ten grand or a hundred grand. Like you're paying maybe a hundred bucks. And it's like mm -hmm. it's like it either is gonna go up or you get to enjoy opening it at some point with your kids or on your own or your friends, mm -hmm. like that, that that's kind of how I see it. But right, when I do right. get when I get my when I move into my house, it's like I have some big plans to buy a lot of Pokemon. Oh man. And, Hell yeah. Uh, you have your own room man. just for the Pokemon. It's like the Pokemon room. Hell yeah, room. dude, the whole <laughs> attic is just gonna be converted into like a Pokemon. Pokemon store, shrine. Right? The shrine. <laughs> oh, I can't wait for your fiance to hear that. <laughs> oh, by the way. Just so you know, the, the attic is off limits. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, no she keeps for, she keeps though. forgetting about it actually. It's funny because the house that we're getting has it has one room that's quite small and she keeps saying mm. like that's where your Pokemon can go. And I'm like, babe, yeah. we got we got a whole extra floor upstairs. <laughs> don't tell I'm like, her it's going just up don't there. Tell her I'm that. filling yeah. that. Just <laughs> <laughs> make a secret entrance that's like a Pokeball, you have to press it properly or something, and then it opens up and then there's your secret room. She has no idea that you even have it and it, you just disappear for hours no, she, of the day and that, that's where you go yeah yeah my uh yeah my fiance is actually quite supportive like i'll say really supportive of this like she's uh mm -hmm. she's a she's a saint so she doesn't mind yeah. it as long as you know if, if i'm being dumb and i'm like oh no babe i just spent all of my money on pokemon we can't afford the, <laughs> the rent this she'd kill me but i'm not like that i'm very i'm very frugal if that makes right. sense like yeah. i don't really yeah. spend any money i just buy pokemon like that's yeah. literally hey, what i spend yep. my money on it's an investment yep. it's an investment Honestly, people put money in 401ks you throw it into pokemon it's it well yeah <laughs> i mean it's it's i haven't met anybody who's good at runescape and bad at finances let's just say that <laughs> <laughs> well it's worked out so far so hopefully it yeah keeps going. yeah <laughs> y'all know how to ge works and then that's that's there that's you all you need yeah <laughs> Awesome. Well, I need but, to wrap uh, things up here because uh, I've actually got to go. My daughter's doing a play today. Yep. I I got to bounce as well. But it was great having you on, man. Um, thanks for coming on again. We should do something with the uh, the podcast exchange program. Maybe have Kyle on your show or something like that. We'll get Rice Cup or somebody yep. in here. <laughs> but we'll work Dude, that out. I, I'm totally down. And uh, thank you so much. It's been it's been a pleasure. And it was really nice to speak to you, by the way, boys. Oh. And, uh, excel i literally grew up watching your videos man it really has <laughs> been a pleasure great thanks. yeah likewise seriously thanks for coming on i apologize for some of the chaos here yeah. i really wish that i had the chance to kind of uh formally introduce you to the show and everything we typically brief the guests before they come on but this one was so hectic i thought i was gonna die in the first 15 minutes but now i kind of like okay, the cold so. open maybe we should do this more often kyle could you like you put like your, put your life at risk more often like right at the beginning of the show it <laughs> seems like it, it goes yeah, off better sure. when we do that i'll traumatize myself yes, for a that's what, take podcast. one for the team absolutely that's, that's what you need to do yeah <laughs> of course <laughs> but no seriously it, it was so nice to talk to you uh seriously go check out rakesy on youtube on twitch is there anything else that you want to plug anything that you're working on or, or share with with uh people to go check out uh if people want to they can come over to my twitch channel uh twitch.tv forward slash rakesy and uh i i don't want to plug the podcast because you know competition and all of that yeah, plug it, <laughs> plug it, plug it. Yeah. <laughs> all, all 10 of our guys are going to go over and watch that one now and we're going to lose them
<laughs> well, that, that's the, the thing. Is, like, we, we can build each other up, okay? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I'll that's talk right. to Rice in the boys. The old school RuneScape podcast. If you just type that in on YouTube, it'll come up. So, yeah. All right. Excellent. Go look it up, everybody. Uh, I want to thank Rakesy so much for joining us. We've got Nightmare RH in a couple of weeks, right, Jason? Yep. Two weeks. Nightmare RH. We got him. Two weeks. And uh, yeah, next week will hopefully be another Valheim stream. And until then, <laughs> we'll uh, we'll see you guys later.